It's too much. So we'll just do the wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just wrap it up. The Matt and Beth Show. The Matt and Beth Show. The Matt and Beth Show. Episode 14. Yeah. 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 A lot of things. It's not fun to start things, especially when you want to be good at them like right it's away. It's not fun to get in shape. It's nice to be, be in, in shape, shape right. when you have to do something. Ugh. Like the starting. But getting in shape? Uh, <sighs> no fun. I wish there was food that got you there. Yeah. I could eat a sandwich and you're like, get in shape. <laughs> be the name of my sandwich. Or shop. that in shape was yeah. like the shape I'm in <laughs> after eating a sandwich. <laughs> That's the shape everybody's right. going for. Sandwich shape. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I want to know about, I saw your youngest, Faye, and her graduation picture first off. Oh, my gosh. Cutest little graduate she was of adorable. 2023. And then I saw a video oh. of her, like, running past the camera real quick. And then I see her today, and she is missing a tooth. Is she, like, how old is she now? She's She's still five. She turns six here pretty soon, but she did. She she did lose a tooth. She came running out of school the other day. I was picking her up from school, and she comes running into the walkway to get to the car, running up to me. Mom, I lost the tooth. (laughs) And I have to tell you, like, I can't handle the teeth. My kids, like Sunday school teacher when they were growing up, pulled way more of their teeth than I did. She was a friend of mine. She liked that. I get like, um, you know, kind of, I get goosebumps. I get kind of hot and cold at the same time. I get nauseous. And so when she looks at me, you know, she has a lisp now. I I lost my tooth. And she looks up at me and I see this gaping (laughs) hole in the top of her mouth. I thought I was going to get sick right there in the parking lot. No blood? Well, at that point, yeah. I mean, it was like a hole that right, looked, right, right, right. it had yeah. been bleeding, but. It looked tender. The The issue was not just, I lost a tooth, but she hasn't lost any teeth yet. So if you've raised kids, you know that almost always they lose the bottom first and she hasn't lost those. They're not even loose yet. So I'm, I'm doing some research because I do think there's something genetic that I'm passing down to my children. I didn't lose my first tooth till like the third grade, mm. which most kids are like slowing down, almost done by right. then. Well, she hasn't lost any. So it turns out she was playing on the playground, like on one of those, um, it's a rope, like a thick rope that you kind of can swing on. And she was holding herself up. So arms are straight beneath her. Takes a lot of muscle. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, good for her. Mm-hmm. And then kind of like fell. And as she came down, that rope caught her tooth uh-huh. and just uh-huh. ripped it. Uh-huh. <gasps> just ripped it out. And she, bless her sweet little heart, she was just so excited to have lost a tooth like all her friends. <laughs> and I'm like... Baby, it wasn't even loose. <laughs> That's not how this works. So I didn't lose my first tooth till third grade. If she follows that same pattern, she's going to be toothless for most of her years that she lives in my house. Hopefully she doesn't keep busting out un- unloose teeth. That is, I mean, like, like playing softball as a kid, like even as an adult into like co-ed softball leagues and stuff, like 
I would find myself out in the outfield, like putting a glove over my face. Like that was my biggest fear. Somebody's going to hit this. Something's going to hit my teeth. Like this ball is going to come straight at me and hit my teeth. And I'm like, oh, she just did it. Like that rope just so hit her too. Let's take, let's go back to baby Beth, smaller Beth, younger <laughs> Beth. So what was it with the teeth though? Always you just didn't want to get in the face or was it always a teeth? It's a always thing? teeth. Really? I think there's something there too, because I, I want, I think like when you dream about that too, I think it means something, but I've had dreams where like my teeth just fell out. What does that mean? It's a lot of things. (laughs) One of them is that a lot of things, a lot of, you don't feel like you've got everything in order. You don't, you always feel like you're hustling and bustling. Lack of control. Lack of control. Right. Uh, a bad hygiene. (laughs) (laughs) It was a reminder. Um, remember when you went to bed without brushing your teeth? You did not. Did you say that to her? No, I just was <laughs> thinking it was a reminder to me when I'm dreaming that. Oh. <laughs> They're going to say, Faye, you know why this happened? <gasps> then she doesn't brush her teeth ever because she wants to lose no, more teeth. No, because I'm like, I don't want her to be afraid of the the rope swing either. <laughs> but also, don't ever use the rope swing again. <laughs> you don't have enough teeth for that. You're listening to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and the show. What are your thoughts on road trips? Because being in a car period for that long of a time, even go to Kansas City is too much for me. I get I get a little anxious. Really? Yeah. I love road trips. Do you, being in, do you like I to love, drive or being I in the car? I love the planning. Yeah. I, I love, you know, snacks. I love thinking about, does, you know, everybody have an activity to do in the car. I love putting my feet on the dashboard. <laughs> You're not really supposed to do that, but I do huh. anyway. Uh, and just sitting with Sean, I'll sometimes in advance be like, uh, here's these things that random things I, I want to talk to him about, oh, but sweet. we're kind of busy. So, yeah. but I know we're going to have this many hours in the car. You do. You plan It might be little things that's like awesome. this backyard project yeah. that I have or, but on a busy week, we might not get the chance to talk about it. So, so true. I love road trips. I'm actually surprised that you don't. Nah, I don't think I'm that surprised. Right. That it used seems to like be a long time in the car for you. A very long time. I didn't, I don't like driving, uh, when I worked on the north side, I didn't like driving that far. <laughs> I mean, that was a drive across town that got me, but take, so if take you, me to Omaha. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a nervous wreck. Really? Just going, yeah. And I don't know what is it, it is. Because the interstate Probably. or just being stuck in a car? Both. And then, especially when you have so much cargo in there, precious cargo, once again, you got your whole family in this car. And I'm not living in fear. I just know that things can happen. And the less that you're on the road, then those things don't happen. So kind of I'm living in fear. (laughs) (laughs) So are you more anxious when you're the driver or when you're the passenger both when i'm the passenger <laughs> so it does i was gonna say it doesn't get any better nah, if somebody else drives it just depends once again because here's what and i'm not gonna say that carrie's a bad driver at all she's a great driver when she's looking at the road she gets distracted so I do think i she's one of the most careful drivers i've ever you get with. no say <laughs> you're not even on the spectrum I've of been. this conversation the way you drive Way you drive, if I say this right now, <laughs> cops could probably show up and they could look up your car on all the street lights Stop. cameras and they'll know who you are. Stop. It's not that bad. We once went through a neighborhood as we were doing this uh, scavenger hunt. Beth was driving. <laughs> Beth, Beth, little Beth. She, her and her, her husband passed her at church. They're parents of little girls. She was going like 75 down a residential. Matt, okay, tell maybe the truth. maybe 70. Okay, let tell me take it back. Tell the truth. Probably 10 over. 
But it felt a lot faster in a vehicle where I was bouncing around and out of control completely in the back with kids in it. And you have this competitive edge. If you've ever seen people change before a competition where they kind of, their face. It's called a game face, Matt. She's got the game face. And as we're driving down the road, she turned to look and she was not one to talk to until it slowed down. She was going to get to her place regardless. So. A road trip, though, with consistency on an interstate is probably a lot better with you because you'll stay steady and you'll drive. In and out, swerving, needing to get past somebody, hopping curbs, getting into somebody's front yard, doing a couple donuts, and then taking off to destination. That's just what I know. Stop. You're being very dramatic. (sighs) Whatever. Listen, not every rule of the road was broken in that attempt to win the scavenger hunt truthfully when we had to compete the first competition was to determine which team you were on i knew when i saw the blue ribbon in your hand and the blue ribbon in my hand i was like he is not gonna be okay with what's about to happen because i have been on these scavenger hunts many 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 times and it was your first experience correct And I just, there was part of me that was like, oh, he's not going to be okay with what's about to happen. There's another part of me that was like, this is going to be kind of fun. (laughs) So when I was crying, which part were you feeling the most? (laughs) This is fun or I'm a little worried for it? Bouncing around in the back of a giant van with these kids that I thought, I hoped that they were buckled in, but you were... (laughs) It was very evident that you were not okay with the situation. But getting in a car and going on a road trip with the family is not the amazing race. That's just getting in the car. And- As a kid, did you ever take any family vacations? Yeah. Where'd you guys go? We did. As a little kid, we met like my dad's brother. Like we would meet my uncle and his family with all my cousins. We did that. We went to like. Mount Rushmore. When I was really little, we did a lot of traveling just to Kansas City, which is where my parent, my grandparents were. Yeah. So we would, you know, early on when your kids are young, it's like you go back to visit grandparents. Yeah. But we did a lot of, you know, one year we went to like that South Dakota trip was like to Wyoming. And then as we got older, we did, um, yeah, as a, a er, in my early teens, we did like a trip to Mexico, which was missions. Yeah. Um, that was really good at like the age of 12 or whatever we did right before I got married. I was getting married. My sister already had her wedding on the calendar. My brother, it was evident he was getting close to probably going to be getting married soon. So right before I got married, my dad was like, we got to take one big trip. So the summer before I got married, so I would have been 21. Mm-hmm. We flew into San Diego, did the San Diego E things and then took like 10 days to just drive up the coast. Um, San Francisco ended up in, we went through Seattle, ended up, you know, Portland, then in, into Seattle. The whole family and then flew home from Seattle. So it was like this big, long 10 day trip or whatever and plan little stops along the way. That was like, you know, the internet was not as helpful as right, it was back right, then. Right, so right. My, for my dad, I remember he did most of the planning <laughs> yeah. and booking the hotels and, it was memorable. I mean, even as a cool. 21 year old, it was my first Disney yeah. experience, my only Disney experience at this point. So I was, I mean, I was like a little kid with those princesses, yeah. you know, Sleeping Beauty was my favorite and you got to find her and get a picture, you know, so. Is she still your favorite? Uh, yeah. Is she really? Yeah. Why? Why Sleeping Beauty? 
I don't know. I just always liked her. We tried to drive. Is it Highway 1? Highway 5? What is the highway that Pacific Coast? Yeah. We we were like, this is going to be great. This is going to be gorgeous. And it was for about like 11 minutes. And we were like, hey, all of us get car sick. And also there's no bathroom stops. So I remember just this feeling of desperation for what felt like hours. Like we have got to get out. We have to find a different highway. <laughs> like it was so good for a while, but yeah. then you're like, you start to get like that claustrophobic feeling. Like I can't yep, get yep, out of yep. here. There's literally nowhere for Ooh. me to go. That's basically what our conversation has been about. We're talking about a vacation this summer. That trip, not going back up towards Seattle, yes. but starting in uh, San Francisco, down to LA to visit okay. a buddy. Okay. That drive, they say on the internet, could take anywhere from one day to a week just depending on where you stop and what you do. So we start talking about, start talking about, start talking about, and then we're starting to look at the money. Then we're starting to look at a car. Then we're starting to look at gas. We don't like driving in a car. Why are we flying somewhere to go drive in a car for that long? I get it. The trip's going to be gorgeous down the coast for 12 hours, but 12 hours is 12 hours. It's a lot of time, a lot of places to stop. That's a lot of money trying to bring it back. How do we keep it a little less expensive? Yeah. So what we're talking about doing is flying into LA to visit my buddy and then going to San Diego. So it's a three-hour uh, drive down the coast. Drive, yes. Small beach town that we found for a good price in an Airbnb, and it's right by SeaWorld. It's by all these little shops and restaurants that you can go walk around. That's what I think a vacation is going to be for us. Except my va- my my expectations are so high for, uh, and I don't know if it's because of the guilt of being away from my family for five months. Mm-hmm. And everything that happened that I feel like, cause that's not who I want to be. I don't want right. to base these, these trips upon the financial, the money that I'm spending to get there. Uh, or it's gotta be this big thing. Cause I love what you said is even at 21, taking that drive and the memories and seeing the princesses, all that stuff together for you at 21 was, was amazing. We can do something that my girls will still have memories of. And it doesn't have to cost so much money, Matt, get that out of your head, get that out of yourself that you feel like that you've got to break every bank and take from whatever you have in savings, just so you girls can have a vacation because you feel bad that they haven't been on a great vacation. That's not the heart that I want to have. I want to have the heart that I want to spend time away from work with my family and make memories period. And I want everybody to have fun and do a good time, but I'm stressed about it's not going to be a good setup about it. Come on, I need a vacation after trying to plan a vacation. It's true. And I think you got to be careful the expectations that you set. I mean, we we didn't, you know, as our kids were really little and our kids were growing up, like we didn't have the luxury. Like we were not financially going to be able to hop in the, on a plane and take the kids to Disney. Like that was not an option. And a lot of the vacations that we planned were, Thankfully, you know, somebody had a timeshare or something and and we could have a place to stay that takes the cost away. But we, you know, when they were little, we would go to Colorado, you know, not Colorado, but uh, South Dakota and find a different state park every day. And they climbed rocks. That's cool. You know, but we were together. And because when you start to go like, okay, if we want to go to Disney, that's like $2,000 for us to walk in the door. That's not eating anything. That's just like the cost. Right, I mean, it's several hundred a, a day. Regardless, it's going to be really expensive just for that one experience. So, and then you got to go like, okay, even this trip to, oh, what's oh, our, what's that. our computer telling us right now? Hold on, if this shuts down, we'll come back. We'll come back. We'll be right back, if it shuts down. Oh come Fingers on! Fingers crossed. Oh, it has something to do with the big government, I bet. <laughs> 
All right, so, so back you, to but, it. Oh, but, you know, you mentioned this big trip, and that sounds great. I mean, I, I, we took that as a 20-year-old, but, yeah. you know, my parents were able to do that at that season of our lives. Mm-hmm. But I still have fond memories of meeting the family in South Dakota and, like, camping. You know what I'm saying? Like it was more about like we're gonna take this. The time is more important than even what we do. And so you, if you, if you set the expectation for we're gonna find something yeah. awesome, we're gonna eat awesome meals every day, we're gonna eat, go to this the- different theme park every day. Like you're setting yourself up to actually break the bank. Absolutely. And then the next day, the kids are like, "Well, what are we gonna do? Like this is boring." Yeah. Well, no, like if we're going to go somewhere that has a pool, like we're probably going to sit by the pool at least a couple of the days. Like that's right. what we're, that's what we're doing. Yep. That's what the plan is. So I, I think that you can create memories without breaking the bank. You might have to get a little bit creative, but don't set the bar so high that you can't, you know, meet that expectation. Also, somebody told me this week that they took that trip that you're talking about, but they actually did fly into Seattle, I think, mm. and took that trip and drove down. And they, they said that the driver, when you're going north to south, the dr- her husband was white knuckling it the entire way. And they finally got, um, I don't know if she drove or they got to a point where there was, because it was, you know, on your, on your left, there's the other drivers going north. Right. And on your right is a cliff. Is a cliff. And so there must have been a tiny little space where a, a little hour, you know, an hour where they, where that wasn't the case. And he goes, is this what you've been looking at the whole time? Because I haven't seen anything. So I thought of you when they said that, because I know that you, as if you were the driver, if you were the driver, you'd be white knuckling it. If you were the passenger, you'd be going, so you need to white knuckle this right now. So I wondered if, if I just wanted to throw that out Thank there, that you. was, she told me, if you know anybody who's ever considering this trip, they should really go south to north. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> it's funny. Carrie told me that same story. So I don't know if you guys heard it together, but right no, I when told, I heard I told it, it I the other okay. day. Cause I was thinking like, that's the last thing I want is to be driving white knuckled and just stressing out, not seeing the view. Yeah. My family then, of course, what happens when I get white knuckled, I'm going to probably be stressed out and I'm probably not going to be the funnest person to be hanging out with. And I'm with you too. Like, I don't, I love road trips. I don't mind getting in the car and driving a long ways. I like road trips, but I I don't like the feeling when I get back from a trip, feeling like I was in the car the whole time. True. True. And that's what this would be. It's nice when you can have like, okay, these couple of days, we know we're staying in one place, especially if it's like things are from in walking distance. Like we're hardly even going to get in the car at all. That's to me a lot more relaxing. Welcome to the Matt and Beth Show. This is episode 14. All the other episodes are at themattandbethshow.com. Tough situations when someone else is driving because you don't have a lot of control once you're in the car. Once you agree to get in the car, it's going to be the hardest thing to get back out. From from a peer pressure social thing, too, of like, no, 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 no. If we're not going anywhere, drop me off because my dad said uh, I need to have destinations. You go as far as you probably can until you're like, nah, this is wrong. And at that point, you might be in Omaha. You know what I mean? Is it somebody says they're going to go for a drive? 
Let me have a destination. If you're going to bring my kid with you and you don't know where you're going, I don't like that. Yeah. If you're going to be, I appreciate the ride. Thank you so much for bringing my daughter wherever you guys are going, but make sure you're going somewhere versus yeah. let me just get out on the street where there's a lot of cars driving and I'm just going to drive around for a while. Let's just take three hours and just hang out on the road driving around with, with some teenagers in the car. It's not safe. And I know it sounds like an old man screaming about get up, slow down, <laughs> get off my grass. Mm-hmm. But it's more than that. That's some really important uh, cargo. Precious cargo. Right. To be just aimlessly in a big ton of metal driving by other tons of metal, which we don't know if they're drinking and driving. They're texting and driving. Right. So sit down at a house, eat a pizza together. Enjoy each other. It doesn't I'll, have to be on the road. I'll buy you the pizza. I'll buy you six. <laughs> Let's just eat pizza all night. I'm telling you, the more I drive, the more I see people on their phones telling you, driving. Telling you. And I'm not going to say that I've never done it. Mm-mm. I'm not going to say I didn't do it today. I'm just saying, like, I drove by somebody, though, a couple nights ago. It's dark outside. And she was, she literally had both hands on her phone. Mm-hmm driving down the road like I and it was like in a jeep so I'm like I don't even know how you could be using your knees at this point but I'm like both hands were on a phone I was like I gotta get out of here I do not want to be anywhere near she's you know she's kind of crunching you know mm-hmm. cr- in, infringing on my lane a little bit and I was like yeah. I, I gotta get out of here so even if yeah whether it's my kid driving and I don't want her on her phone but I don't Everybody else. The more else. you're in the car, the more chances you have. Yeah. I don't think we should live in fear. You know, so every time no. they get in the car, be afraid. Although I think our kids should know as they're driving, if you have someone in your car, their life is literally in your hands. Literally. And you need to take that very seriously. Well, to even get to that, to understand what that means, though, you, you just don't. don't know. And they and t- this is fun. You've got this freedom, this new freedom, and it's something you've wanted for so long. And now you're out with your friends and you're celebrating this new freedom, which is driving. But there's so much responsibility and there's so much of the unknown that's out of your hands. And I'm not saying live in fear. I'm saying eliminate things in your life that are going to cause more damage possibly down the road. Right. Like just practically speaking, not, I mean, yes, the less time you're on the road, less chance of getting hit by somebody. mm -hmm. Right. So get to where you need to go. Practically speaking, gas is too expensive to just be driving around. I'm not going to pay for, like if it wasn't getting you to a destination for a certain reason, even if that reason is fun, going to a friend's house, that's one thing. If you're just aimlessly wandering the streets of Nebraska, eh, just don't. But do you hear me though? Did you do that as a, a teenager no. though? Yes, yes, yes. And guess what happened? Made bad choices. But, but truthfully though, that's, and I can look at these things and I can tell you, and I don't want to be like, this is what my life was. So yours isn't going to be like that. I don't want to do that at all. And nor do I do that. Maybe internally, one thing that you said about relationships with your significant other that I've taken into a lot of things in my life is I'm not going to completely explode about it. I'm going to give 24 hours to see what God says. Yeah. Then I can go ahead and I, is this something I'm really exploding about because I'm anxious now and it's something that from my younger days that I don't want you to do, how much of this is is just me? But I think that, that we can all agree that it's just not safe. And I love my kids too much just to be running around. Like, I'm not just going to drop them off in downtown Lincoln and go, figure out where you guys are going, then let me know. Just walk around until you figure it out. (laughs) You know? I don't have, like, a money guy. Oh, my pool guy, he'll take care of it. Oh, 
You need help with your bends? <laughs> I got a foreign car guy. But you know, we got we got a Dr. Bo that's coolest of any of the guys that I've ever met in the industry. Seriously though, Dr. Bo, oh, he's just so great. And not just what he's doing when he's in the office, but what he does everywhere. Get into Trendy Chiropractic and you'll kind of see what I'm saying. Go see Dr. Bo at 31st to know and online at trendychiro.com. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap-up is brought to you by Trinity Chiropractic. Here's Beth with your wrap-up. Well, the longer I live on this earth, the more I realize I have less and less control. Not that control is being taken away from me, but I just truly don't have control over much of anything, whether it's my kids riding with somebody else in their car or the politics that are happening in my city. Like I just don't have a lot of control. And I think we have a choice to make. We can either live in fear going like, I can't control. We can pull our babies in and not let them leave the house. Um, Truthfully, I didn't have control anyway. Like I really believe as a believer in Jesus that God is in control of everything. And I can pull my babies in and not let them ever leave the house and live in fear. Or I can trust that God's in control and God's gonna take care of them. He's gonna take care of the politics. He's gonna take care of all the things. And that's not sticking my head in the sand and pretending these things aren't happening. The book of Isaiah chapter 26 verse three says, you keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. If we understand, I don't have control anyway, I'm gonna put my trust in God. The choice is I can live out the rest of my days in fear or God's promise is that he will keep in perfect peace those who trust him and who continually are putting their mind and their thoughts on him. So today, don't put your thoughts on the what ifs, the person driving next to you. Uh, What if my kid is in a car with another kid? Don't put your thoughts on there, but. Fix your thoughts on the one who is in control and you can trust him and he will give peace for the rest of the journey. I'm Beth and that's your wrap up. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Gonna drive on by, girl be swerving all side to side. She's in the driver's seat, rolling down the street, text messaging, huh? Hands on her phone, she ain't even got her eyes on the road. It ain't safe and it's illegal, so don't even act like you don't know. Gonna hurt somebody, gonna hurt somebody, gonna hurt somebody. Look out, gonna hurt somebody, gonna hurt somebody, gonna hurt somebody. Look out, when we come to a stoplight, this is what you see. My head shaking, finger waving, you're guilty. I got passion in the stance, and I ain't afraid to show it, show it, show it, show it. You're texting, and I know it. You're texting, and I know it.